0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Turnbuckle Takeover Podcast. Very special week this week. It was a uh, pretty decent week in wrestling. However, this weekend, starting today with your Turnbuckle Takeover episode for your previews of the pay-per-views that we got coming up along with an extra show of AEW Dynamite tonight. This is going to be a great weekend for wrestling. Um... This is a restart, and I've actually heard a a few people say it myself. Um, This is WWE's chance right now to, I guess, maybe get back on the roll creatively as things have been kind of slipping in the last couple weeks. Um, The pandemic has definitely taken a toll on the creative side of things for wrestling, but now things have changed. Now we have the Thunderdome. And I'm going to get right into this right now. I actually like this concept. I went into it last night watching SmackDown because last night, SmackDown was the first time they tried this. Um, The show started off. McMahon comes in and basically shows off the Thunderdome. Uh, of course, The Fiend shows up, and we'll get into that also. This is about the Thunderdome right now. It was sh- In the beginning, it was strange. It was like... Watching a video game and the crowd, like like the, the animations of the crowd sometimes distract you in the 2K games when it, when it first started happening back in the day. But this is cool. The only thing that it's still lacking is sound because it's not like you can turn the sound on for all these people in their own house doing their own thing. There's rules of this. You can't wear any AEW stuff, which is just obscene. It's so stupid. It's something 1990s that they did. Uh, so you can't have any AEW gear on camera. Um, there was actually two dudes that fell asleep. I mean, I don't know how this is gonna work. It it looks cool for a trial run. Not bad. I'm just gonna be interested to see how does it come off on pay per view tonight. The next tease tonight. How does it come off pay-per-view-wise? And one of the other things that I noticed, and and it kind of took me away from what was going on in the ring sometimes. I was actually watching what the crowd was doing on their video just to see what our reactions were. There was no reactions. Everybody's just sitting there watching. Like, nobody really marked out. There wasn't a big cheer. Granted, SmackDown wasn't very good. And it is the go home show before, you know, SummerSlam, which is tomorrow. So, I'm curious to see where they go with this Thunderdome. I keep hearing reports that this is going to be a restart of sorts. Okay, well, uh, this is your restart for the third time during this pandemic. Please, keep things the way they are so we can get on a roll here, or we can get some storylines running, because this, you know, and... and We have all these pay-per-views this weekend. Next weekend, there's another pay-per-view. Payback. If something big doesn't happen at SummerSlam, okay, then I don't quite understand what this was about. I just don't. I don't understand it. it. makes zero sense to me. So, we'll see where things go with the Thunderdome. And again, we've got a big weekend of wrestling. Uh, we got plenty of previews to get into. And do not forget, for whatever you do tonight, okay? You can literally start watching wrestling. There is specials on the network, and it is my bad I did not write them down. Maybe I can find them throughout the show while I'm on the internet here. But there is an AEW Dynamite show tonight. I don't know if this is live or not. From whatever thing I see, it says it is. I don't know if this is where... Because now they can now have a crowd. They can only have 10%. So, you take 10% of what? A thousand? Or, or 10,000 I think it is. So they can have about a thousand people in there. Cool. We can get some crowd reactions out of that. Um, I'm trying to keep the virus out of this. I'm looking straight with what's going on in the wrestling business. Not so much what's going on with the pandemic. Although the pandemic is affecting wrestling. But... This is a big weekend for wrestling. Let's keep it about wrestling. So AEW Dynamite is tonight on TNT. It was preempted due to the NBA games. Um so you can literally start today. Actually, when I get off of here, I'm just gonna go turn the network on and watch old takeover matches. But from about six o'clock tonight <laughs> till I would say around eleven and then whatever network special you have, if there is one after um, takeover. um, We're looking at about six hours of wrestling tonight, and tomorrow you're looking at about another five hours. Uh, So in total, I mean, we're looking at, let's see, six to six. hmm, We're looking at about 10, 10 to 11 to 12 hours of wrestling, depending on how long... Summerslam runs Um, I'm expecting Summerslam to go long This is the super restart show I wouldn't call TakeOver a restart show Because there's really no need to start, start NXT over The booking for NXT has been pretty decent for the last couple weeks I have actually called up The reason why I didn't do a podcast a few days ago Was because I needed to catch up on NXT because of TakeOver it is so much to watch, and yes, I'm not working right now. Really, no excuse. I should just be paying attention to it. But at the same time, I just—it's hard for me to get into NXT, and I've, I've voiced my concerns about this a hundred times. It's not that I don't enjoy the product, okay? And I wish you guys would stop messaging me. You gotta watch NXT. It's not that I don't watch it. I watch it. I just don't watch it when it's live. Because AEW's on. I like AEW. To me, it's a better show. Why? Because it's it's just better all around, the production, everything. It's just way better than NXT. I'm sorry. Like People get mad at me for saying NXT stinks. It doesn't stink. Maybe I shouldn't say stink or suck. What I should say is, it's all over the place sometimes. I know who's in the, in, in, you know, I know the angles. But some of the stuff they do within the angle makes zero sense. But anyway, so let's get on to AEW Dynamite tonight. We got a full lineup of stuff going on. I'm actually super excited for this show, especially if it's live with a crowd. I don't know if it is or not. I can't find any report about it. I know they sold tickets. I don't know what day they sold tickets for. Did they sell it for tonight? They sold out already. I mean, a thousand tickets for an AEW Dynamite show. Of course, it's going to sell out. My problem is, is, you know... What happens if the first fan catches COVID from a wrestling show? That's an issue. So, we'll see where it goes. Anyway, AEW Dynamite tonight. Cody Rhodes versus Brody Lee. I'm excited for this match. I think this they touched each other in tag matches a little bit in WWE. Had some decent chemistry. I went by, went back and watched a couple of matches they'd had. Not bad. I want to see where this goes. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of interference with the Dark Order. Um... I don't know. We'll have to see where this goes. Uh, I'm excited for that match. I think it's a good match for Cody to defend his TNT title for. By the way, the new belt looks fantastic. I actually even didn't mind the silver one, but this one does look better. It's gold. It's got more plates on it. It looks more like a, a world championship, or even maybe a mid card championship. Um, the elite. It's Kenny Omega. It's Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. I don't know what members they are. It's, it varies at randoms. I don't even know who most of these guys are, unfortunately. They've not told me why they're in the Dark Order, why any of them are in the Dark Order, so they're just in the Dark Order. Like, there's there's no... That's, that's the only problem I have with this group. I need an explanation on why they're the Dark Order. It's just the Dark Order. Okay, great. So you're recruiting people for a call. I get that part. But why did you start to call? What, what is why? What when? Why and what? Like, give me that. So, uh, I don't know where. I'll, uh, I mean, it should be a good match, especially if Uno and the other dude is in it. But I, I think it's just storyline enhancement for this. Um, I'm excited for this. FTR versus Private Party. If they can slow Private Party down, they are a young tag team. Uh, They move super fast. They're like the Bucks. It's... like Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. FTR's going to slow them down a little bit. Teach them a lesson. Show them what tag team wrestling is supposed to be about. And I'm glad FTR is in Dynamite or AEW just for this. Because they're going to show these AEW guys honestly how to do an old school tag team match. Because it is such... It lost art. It drives me crazy. Um Where's Cassidy's going to have his first interview in the ring tonight? <laughs> i got to say, that debate with Eric Bischoff was hilarious. When he started going on about global warming, I have still not yet got over that. I have still laughed and watched it probably anywhere from four or five times. <laughs> it's good stuff. I really see the inner circle running in and really trying to take him out hardcore. Um, I could be wrong. But that's what I see. Um, Lucha Bros. The Butcher and the Blade versus Jurassic Express and the Natural Nightmares. This is like the first time I've seen the Natural Nightmares in a while. I think because of QT, he went home due to the COVID problem that he had. He is now back. Uh, This is just going to be heels versus baby face. This is just going to be high impact. This match should open the show. If I was booking the show, this is the match I'd use to open the show. Um, It's a funny thing. I haven't seen one thing all week about any women's matches on Dynamite tonight. So, I don't know what's going to happen. There could be a filler match. I could be missing something. I've done all my research. I can't find anything. So, maybe they listened to me. Maybe they realized, okay, these girls aren't even ready. And right before I get on here, here we go. We have the finals of this women's tag tournament that has been going on in dark, which is basically just to build Cody's wife and Allie. First off, Brandy Rhodes is not ready for any kind of push. I'm sorry for tag team or singles. Brandy is not ready. Brandy is not a great wrestler. Brandy smiles every time she talks. She's got the, what I call the Ronda Rousey syndrome. R-R-S. Smile. You're a wrestler and you're smiling. It drives me nuts. Guys do it and women do it. What are you happy about? What, what is the, I mean, you're happy you're a wrestler? God, I'd give anything of my blood, sweat, and tears to be a professional wrestler. Unfortunately, my size and my laziness had a lot to play with that. But, good grief. Like, I'm glad everybody's happy. (laughs) Because there's all kinds of smiles going around. Quit smiling. This is professional wrestling. Make it look believable. If you're walking down to the ring and you're smiling like you just got a puppy. What kind of threat does that look like? (laughs) To the guy that's in the ring. He's smiling, he's in a good mood, I'm going to whip his ass. (laughs) That'd be like going to a fight. Knowing you're getting ready to fight somebody. And you walk in there and you're smiling to him. Yeah, it could be a... A smart-ass thing to do. You know, a, a cocky thing to do. Sure, if you're a cocky heel. But when the babyface is walking down the aisle, smiling, giddy, bought some unicorns, jumping into clouds of Mario, maybe they're stoned, I don't know. <laughs> but it seems like every girl and every babyface guy smiles like they're supposed to be the big hero. No. Dude, even Hulk Hogan, who was one of the most cartoonish characters. It was like cookie cutter it was like so anti you know foreign country i'm a real american but i'm a tough real american hogan didn't smile he had intensity in his promos some of the things he said sometimes was very childish but he was trying to get over the children and i'm not taking out for hogan but damn quit smiling when you're on camera i watched it three times happen on smackdown last night it absolutely boils my blood to see that you know if you want wrestling to be taken serious even though it's choreographed you know smiling you know doing the goofy comedy all the time like I don't mind wrestling comedy people like I got a message last week from somebody you just don't like comedy and wrestling not true I actually love comedy and wrestling when it's done at the right time and not done 400 times a show like rolling Smackdown sometimes could just be comedy hour it's like let's see who they can make laugh Instead of making this show mean something, and I wish that like maybe even the executives at Fox would really stomp down on them to stop the brand extension, and I've said it over and over again, the brand extension's got to go. Here we are at Summerslam, and I'm we're gonna run down the card, and I don't mean to jump off of AEW or anything, but I'm pretty much done with AEW. There's really no other matches left other than that women's match I was telling you about. Now. So, SummerSlam, when I run down the card, you're going to see what I'm talking about. And I want to get into NXT first. And that's what we're going to get into. NXT TakeOver 30. I sat back and looked at a card, and I was like, I cannot get on this podcast. Not knowing what I'm talking about. So, I went on, and I watched the last two of NXT yesterday, yesterday morning. last two episodes. I was impressed. McAvee's good. Um... Do I think that should be the main event? No. It should be Cross and Keith Lee. Do I think it's going to be a main event? It's a good possibility Vince might try to make Triple H pull the trigger on that. I don't know that. That is not confirmed. What I will say is... The match card... Put it to you this way. And this is just my personal opinion. It's going to keep me interested long enough to where I'm going to pay attention. Um there are some guys um uh oh Oh, man I'm one minute off 15 minute lip time um this show is very strange I look at it like this there are guys in positions that either are not ready to be in position or shouldn't win the title that they're going for let me get into this so let's start off With what I've heard that's going to be on the pre-show, again, that is a rumor that I read on a site. I do not know that to be true. The NXT Tag Team number one contenders match, Brizango versus the Imperium versus Phantasma's team. I'm cool with this. I think this is really going to be a good match to start off, especially for a pre-show problem is, the pre-show is actually running into the last half hour, I believe, yeah, of Dynamite, so you might want to split screen it, or you're going to miss the end of Dynamite, and I, you probably don't want to do that, you could just skip the preview show and wait till after NXT is over, that's what I would do, but I'm probably going to try to catch them both. Uh, maybe I'll put it on my iPad or my wife's iPad or my phone or something. Um, this is just going to be a really good... Uh, minus Breeze Angle. I'm just not big on them anymore. I wish they were in their, the cut list that they had a few months ago. Um, no disrespect to Tyler Breeze. or Fandango. I'm just not a fan of either one of them. Um, I think this will be fast-paced. Impact tag match. I see the Imperium going over here. I could be wrong. I don't see any other way to do it. I mean, this is just going to be a tag match. Like, a triple threat tag match. Number one contendership. Hopefully it's hard hitting. Hopefully it keeps us entertained. Um, They have been attacking each other every week. uh, At least for the last couple weeks of NXT, I've been seeing, you know, just constant... Attacks after each other's matches against Enhancement Talent or whatever it may be. Um, There's just been tie-ins. So it makes sense to do this match. It makes even more sense to make it a number one contender match. Again, Triple H makes sense in his booking. It's either the finish of the matches or it's the theatrics to get to the end of the angle that bothered me for NXT. Plus the fact, and I've said this too times, a hundred times, their farm system. Everybody might as well get over it. It's a fact. It is a fact that they caught fire. It is a fact that they actually have a time slot on USA, which is mind-boggling to me. So, back to NXT. Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest. Versus Cameron Grimes. Versus Johnny Wrestling. Versus the Velveteen Dream. NXT North American ladder match, title match. This one could steal the show. Not a big fan of Priest. I've actually refereed a match that Priest has done. It was the worst match I ever refereed. That's neither here nor there. That was a while ago. That was almost three, four years ago. He has gotten better. I still can't stand his punches. I can't stand the way he walks. And I can't stand his mannerisms. I don't even know what his character is. Is he a priest? Is he a cult leader? What is he? Like somebody tell me what Damien Priest is. I'll wait all day long with my phone. I want one of you guys in the description box, in a comment, you guys tell me what you think of Damien Priest. I want to know. I want to know if I'm the only one who believes this way. Cameron Grimes used to be Trevor Lane in Impact. He was an X division champion there. This guy, they finally gave him something to do. And what I also like about it is, is the promos, the country promos he's been cutting are really country. It's like super, like, I'm not trying to sound bad, folks, but West Virginia country, like, they, uh, they have really gone really far with the, the, the country like spirit with him. Nothing wrong with that. They needed some kind of country like gimmick I guess. Um, Johnny Wrestling is Johnny Wrestling. And yes, I use the last name wrestling consistently. His last name doesn't suffice. He's a great wrestler. He's a great technical wrestler. I'm starting to fall in love with this guy a lot. Um, I liked him with the matches with Choppa. But, he is, uh, he's a great heel. For some reason. I, it's really weird. I've never seen such a lovable babyface become... Well, I mean, I have. But, like, younger guys in this generation, it's tough to, to, to get a big boo or a heel reaction in a crowd than it is to get a babyface reaction. Um... I don't know who's going to win this. Development Team Dreams had some problems with the law. I don't think they are going to put the belt on him. I might be wrong. I could be. But I just don't see it happening. Um, I think Johnny Wrestling needs a North American title, honestly. Uh, this belt has kind of become their intercontinental title. Um, I think he should maybe be in line for a world title match. Maybe against Cole or... or Lee or something. I I don't know. It all depends. Could be cross. Depends on what happens tonight. Um. But uh, this one's tough for me because I think this could be a show stealer. Also, like the first, like like the the preview show match, the number one contenders match, and this one is like sneaky, sn- like show stealer. Like it's 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 kind of like it could. It's got potential. It might. It should, but can it? Like, like, see, it's just, this is so weird, some of the th- things that NXT, I mean, it's not weird that this match is going on. It's more or less like, why? Like, there's so many guys in NXT right now that I'm not seeing their face. Dominic Dukovic, he's rumored, again, rumored to be in this retribution group, which I'll get into this and during SummerSlam, because this is going to be a big part of SummerSlam, if you don't believe me or not. Anyway, by NXT to NXT Women's Title Match. Ia Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Um, I honestly fast-forwarded through a lot of this angle. So I'm not going to sit here and speak like I know what I'm talking about. Um, But, match-wise, this has potential also. I think this is really the most potential takeover. Like, there's always been takeover where you're like, this is going to be good. This has potential to be good. Maybe even great if the finishes are done right. If the angles pay off. That's the big thing with NXT. You got to pay the angles off. You got to make it to where, okay, this just happened, but I've got to have something else over here for them to to, to dip into. It's kind of like eating potato chips without the dip. Like you get a potato chip, you eat it fine. That's great but dip is wonderful it tastes so much better with the chip like so I mean it's just an analogy I'm using like one without the other just it's it's tough to go without um so this I don't see a title change here I could be wrong unless EO is moving up to the main roster do not be surprised if somebody does that at SummerSlam um and I'll get into that very soon um but this one I don't see a title change I see this being the match and not that it's not going to be a fantastic match to keep your attention to but if I look down the card of what we have left I literally would go take a piss and then probably take care of the RVD for the next match <laughs> so I mean um, the next match is Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher this is going to be wrestling if you're looking for anything else, this will be a professional wrestling match. I don't... The Prince against probably the most technical wrestler in NXT that I've seen or in WWE in a long time other than Gulak. But new guy wise, this guy's got all kinds of holds and I get lost sometimes when he's in, I mean, he's, he's just an old school looking... Even his name is old school. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Les Thatcher, but there's correlation there. I get what they were doing there. I like this guy. I fell in love with him the last. I watched the last two episodes yesterday. He's good. So I'm gonna. I'm interested to see. I've watched the angle. I still see Finn Balor's gonna win here. I do, I, uh, I mean, it'll be close, but I don't see it going any farther. Finn Balor for the win here, so Finn Balor can hopefully move on and maybe get a shot at the Real title, I don't know, uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, I can't believe I just said that, <laughs> but, but, it's interesting, and it's caught a lot of mainstream media, so now I like what they're doing here, folks, here we go, if you're going to make NXT a third brand, make it a third brand. It needs mainstream exposure. That's how they got WWE over back in the day with Hogan. As soon as the action figures come out, as soon as the cartoons come out, as soon as everything, the business blew up. I'm not saying NXT needs a cartoon or anything. I'm just using, you know. I love collecting wrestling merchandise, t-shirts, action figures. One thing that I notice going in stores or even on ordering online from the shop team or shop WWE NXT stuff is never advertised and if it is it's a very small amount of guys it's not a big amount of guys I want to see them get more mainstream give me NXT cards give me NXT shirts NXT they, they do have figure lines but it's been a while since it's like first NXT figure line you know or end of figure line whatever you get what I'm saying but this is mainstream. Pat McAvee has done a great job on the mic. This guy has a gift of gab. Like, I'm surprised like he's not a bigger football announcer in the NFL, like as in like I don't know, about an analyst or something. This guy I know he's just a, a kicker, but he has really drove he has put his heart into this angle. Now, I'm gonna go back to back in the day, nineteen eighty four. I mean, you really could say 84. Really towards the end of 84. Here comes Mr. T. Mr. T was really a big name. But Mr. T got it. So it worked. Mr. T was in a main event of WrestleMania 1. Put that in perspective. Yeah, so it was Lawrence Taylor. There has not been a celebrity. Maybe Stephen Amel. Who gets in the ring. There's been a few... Lawrence Taylor did a good job, but Bam Bam protected him. Mr. T, you gotta think I'm think- you gotta think of the time frame here. Mr. T literally got into the business when there was a time when no celebrity was allowed in business, and he nailed it. For what he did, he nailed it. Did he do a great job in the ring? I don't know if it was the best, but it was good enough to get that WrestleMania over, and it's made WrestleMania mean a lot. Mr. T was huge in the 80s. Huge. Half the people listening to this probably didn't even know that. But it's true. If you're living under a rock somewhere, '18 was one of the best shows of the 80s. I could actually go back and watch the A-Team. So this is interesting to me. Who wins? I don't know. Do the other NFL guys like A.J. Hawk and all these other guys that he brought with him at NXT going to show up? It's going to be quite interesting to see. It really is. I'm interested for it. So, I mean, if you got my interest peaked, then that means you're doing something right. Adam Cole is a fantastic worker. He's going to protect Pat McAfee. Rumor has it McAvee's been training for quite a bit. This guy has got a little bit of gab, and I want to see what he can do athletically. He's an athletic guy. He looks athletic. Looks like he works out. Looks like he... Does the right thing, so this this could be real. I'm gonna go. This this is my opinion. There's no way they let Pac-V go over Adam Cole, and I'll tell you why when we get into SummerSlam, and you'll know where I'm going with this. You'll see it after this. I think there's nothing left for Adam Cole to do in NXT, nothing unless he's gonna go tag and break off of the Undisputed Era and win the tag titles. Other than that. It's time for Adam Cole to go to the main roster, as I've been speaking for the last six months about. So, hopefully they pull the trigger after this. Maybe he gets embarrassed by Pat McAfee and goes to the main roster. I don't know how they're going to play this. Let's get to the main event for NXT TakeOver. Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT World Title. This has potential. Again, like every other match on the card, this has potential to be good. I really feel like we haven't seen Cross have a real match yet in NXT. So what you're about to experience is a guy who's literally gotten his character over majorly in front of no crowd. And yes, I'm a big Cross fan. I don't know why. I just am. It's something about the guy. I guess it's his aura. The way he walks, the way he talks, the way he looks, his reactions to stuff, it makes it believable. I watch some guys week after a week not give me the looks. And it gets back to the smiling stuff I was talking about earlier. If you have the RRS, the Ronda Rousey smile, it doesn't make things look believable if you're trying to be a tough guy. And even when I see the tough guys be a smartass and smile, I'm still like... (sighs) So... I'm glad. I'm super excited for this NXT show, believe it or not. Because I like shows that have potential. You know why I like shows that have potential? Because they have a chance to be the stealer of the Weekend. Especially with this weekend going on. I don't think there's been this much wrestling. I mean, and, and you got to take an account, there are a lot. And I maybe I can find a list while I'm going through this and talking to you guys. But there are... So many new shows coming on the network. Like I said, at ten a.m. this morning, it's nine nineteen. By the time I get done uploading this, it'll be about ten o'clock probably. You can literally turn the network on, and there's something new on. I think there's a new episode of The Bump. I think there's a new episode of Up Up Down Down. Uh, plus, you're gonna have the pre-show. Plus, you have AEW. Plus you got takeover. Then you got SummerSlam tomorrow. And there's like three or four things that are debuting on the, 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 network during SummerSlam or after SummerSlam or before it. So busy weekend of wrestling folks, a lot to watch. Uh, I hope you got everything you need. I mean, I went ahead and went to the store and <laughs> I mean, I got my drinks. I've got everything I need. I don't have a house at all. So that's a nice thing. That's a good thing. Uh, Basically, I'm locked in. The only thing I'm going to do is dishes later and <laughs> vacuum for the wife. And uh, I I'm think I'm just going to call it a day. I did all the majority of the cleaning and dusting the other day. So I could just dial right into this. Now, I wanted to say something. Let's take a break uh, from WWE for a minute. Let's get to Ring of Honor. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I'm saying that. And the only reason I want to touch on this real quick is because I don't know what Impact's thinking. They have literally let EC3. He is going to debut on a Ring of Honor show. I read Ring of Honor results and spoilers because I don't watch Ring of Honor and don't care to. EC3 is like the biggest guy they've got now. So I guess there is some kind of mutual contract agreement between Impact and Ring of Honor to let EC3 jump around all these little promotions. Which I mean, I assume there is some leeway in his contract. We'll see where this goes. I'll keep you updated on it. Go watch uh, you know, Ring of Honor if you'd like. I can't get into it anymore. There's really nothing for me. Impact is like way, way ahead of them at this point. Especially with all the returns. Uh, and speaking of Impact, did anybody watch Brian Myers' interview on Impact when he said what he said about McMahon? <laughs> and I quote, there should not be a 70- some your old man who is out of touch still making decisions it was somewhere on the lines of that i'm not sure that's exactly what he said but that is right there where it is the funny thing about this is it's awesome he's calling himself the realest pro wrestler in the world dude that is a fantastic gimmick and kudos to impact because they are trying their best to put on the best possible show and actually see i should actually review the show because it's like half of a pay per view, like AEW does, but Emergence was fantastic this week. The North and the Motor City Machine Guns tore the house down. Fantastic tag match. Even that Wrestle House stuff with the match between Kylie Ray and Ty Valkyrie actually got over well. It actually made sense. If something makes sense to me, if the match doesn't turn out to be a five star, I'm not expecting that. But if it made sense to me, it was like a three star match that made sense and it got over. So they did the right thing. There are a couple things. You know, they need a crowd. I've noticed that. Impact is in Florida or right on the Georgia Florida line. It's a very touchy situation for them because they kind of, from my understanding, It literally, the building that they are taping out of is literally two miles away. Well, not even. From my understanding, it's a half a mile away from really, like, being involved in the Florida rules also. So, it's really strange how things are going um, with that. So, maybe Impact could fill that little arena that they have maybe 10%. Maybe they could get, like, 200 people in there. Uh, something's better than nothing with a social distance. And I don't understand. I mean, at this point, we all have to live with the virus. Um, some people are high at risk, and I think you should definitely stay at home. For wrestling, I'm only speaking on wrestling terms, not real life stuff. This is good for wrestling. They got to sell tickets. It's how wrestling survives. Yes, wrestling survives on networks. But if you're not on a network, you're not making any money. If you're not making any money, then you're not. your promotion's going to go shit become a shitstorm anyway we're 40 minutes in I want to get into SummerSlam because this is going to be a huge preview for SummerSlam so I thought here is another show that has potential I'm not trying to repeat myself folks but (laughs) SummerSlam usually is the end all be all card it's 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 the halfway point of next WrestleMania, kinda in a way. It's not, but it is. I, I guess Survivor Series would kind of be the halfway point more so. But SummerSlam is the the setup for Survivor Series. No matter how you put it, you can go back all the way to the beginning of SummerSlam '88. Take the main event for example: Mega Bucks versus the Mega Powers. Then the Survivor Series match was basically the Mega Bucks versus versus the Mega Powers, just with extra guys. SummerSlam 89 Hogan and Zeus versus or Hogan and, and Brutus versus Zeus and Macho ended up being Zeus and Hogan's team. Well, it was really the million dollar team versus the Hulkamaniacs. It all intertwines. SummerSlam and Survivor Series intertwine. They have the entire existence of SummerSlam. However, SummerSlam has become a bigger spectacle than Survivor Series, which I don't understand because a lot, of wrest- a lot of people, the ratings are up in the wintertime because there's no other sports other than football. Football only comes on Monday, Thursdays, and Sundays. Now, yes, that taps into your pay-per-views, and that does tap into Monday Night Raw. However, there's a lot of interest in wrestling because baseball's gone. Hockey's over with. Like, it's going to be a weird year this year. So, we'll see where it goes. Let's start right At the bottom, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. It was announced last night, this is a hair versus hair match. Okay. Do I think this should be on the main card? No, I don't. Sorry, girls. It is how it is. You've got three matches of women on this card. And I watched an interview not too long ago of Stephanie McMahon. Talking about how she thinks women's matches should be equal on the card as the male matches. Not true. I'm sorry. And this is not being chauvinist. I am okay watching two matches on a pay-per-view. Which would be the world title matches for the chicks. Other than that, I don't care. I don't care about this angle. This is a tie-in with Otis. I see Otis coming down. And don't be surprised if Otis doesn't do anything tonight. Everybody forgets he has the money in the bank. He needs to cash in and lose. Because he's the most non-believable money in the bank winner I have ever seen. They have not mentioned it. They've not talked about him. He's not been on TV, but very few times. And if he has, it's been a backstage segment or it's been a tag match of Tucker. He was over. Now he's not. So it, he's gonna be involved in this. I don't know if he could costs Mandy Rose the match and she flips out, turns heel on him. I don't know where this is gonna go. Somebody's losing her hair, All obviously. Probably Sonya Deville. I don't see Mandy Rose cutting off those Goldilocks. I could be wrong, but she did just cut her hair short last night, which would make it easier for Sonya Deville to cut it quicker on camera. I look at things like that. So, I, I don't know, folks. This, this is, I don't care either way. Mandy Rose, this is the one match on the card I'm like... <laughs> And I know what they're going to do. They're going to put it right in the middle, which is good. Probably a smart thing to do, and I hope they do it. But I'm going to go with Mandy Rose gets the win here. I don't see storyline why this needs to be dropped. So either these girls can go move on and do something else. But Sonya's got that real-life situation with the stalker. She's going to be in and out of court. I'm pretty sure they're going to take her off the of TV. So it makes sense for Mandy Rose to get the win here. Plus Mandy Rose is really hot. <laughs> so um, we have the Raw Tag Team title match. The Street Profits are the champions versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Do not sleep on this match. This has that word again, potential. Um, I like tag team wrestling, as you guys know. This has, uh, along with a clean finish. I don't care who wins here. I don't. I, I mean, I'd like to see Andrade and Angel Garza win the titles. I think it'd be good for that little group. Um, Street Profits maybe they can um chase it for. You know, a couple months maybe. I don't know. We'll see where things go here. Maybe they'll Survivor Series. Uh, usually that's what happens with the tag titles. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably have to go. I'm, I'm calling title change here. Uh, Andrade and uh, Angel Garza will become the new Raw Tag Team Champions, I believe. Again, my opinion. I do not know any rumors because I don't. I try not to watch or listen to rumors. Um. U.S. tag or US title match I'm sorry um, Apollo Crews versus MVP This has been built So this makes Sense It's simple as that We have an angle uh, He wanted Crews to join the Hurt business That did not happen uh, Crews is kind of playing that All-American Nice guy um, I'm not a heel type thing, uh, that does work for people, uh, worked for Hogan for a lot of long times. I mean, I'm not saying he comes out carrying a flag, but I mean, he's a United States champion and he's an American athlete. So it's still kind of there in a way. Um, this is just going to be a straight up brawl. I don't see any technical prowess in this, um. I don't think MVP wins the United States title. At least I hope he doesn't. I'm not a big MVP fan. I do not like his in-ring work. He's got a gift of gab. Other than that, he's got nothing. Um, they signed him to a two-year deal, which is just amazing because there's guys like Alistair Black who can't even get a spot on this card, and we're gonna get to that. Um, let's see here. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go ahead with Cruz. I think uh, Apollo Cruz is gonna win this. Uh. SmackDown women's title match: Bailey versus Asuka. and then there's the Raw women's title match. You know, it's Bailey and Banks versus Oscar all night. Asuka become double champion. They both cost each other belts, calls an angle. That's where I'm going with this. I don't see Bailey and Banks staying together. Uh, I think this is where the crumbling begins. I think this is where Asuka becomes maybe a double champion I wouldn't I'm not saying this is going to happen I don't know any other way to put this I don't know if one of them's going to keep the belt And another one's going to lose it But somehow there's going to be dissension Enough to where they have to break up So one of them w- One of them is going to lose the belt Which one I do not know We'll have to watch tomorrow night But Both of them are not keeping the belts One of them losing Asuka not going to lose twice in one night Trust me, it's not going to happen. It's basically uh, the best way to put it is WrestleMania 10. Bret lost to his brother. Bret wins world title. <laughs> so, whatever matches first, Asuka's losing that match. I could be wrong. They could flip flop it. Asuka could win the first one because she's not tired, but lose the second one because she's already burnt out from the match before. It's there's a couple different ways angle wise you can go about this. I do not care for the fact that no one else got a tag match, or a um, you know, title match. I I, I get the storyline, but Asuka having two title matches in one night makes no sense. Uh, Storyline-wise, it does, but for pay-per-view buys and everything else, we don't need two matches of Asuka. Asuka's fantastic. She's probably the best woman wrestler that they have. I just don't feel like two matches on a pay-per-view are a good thing for any wrestler. It kind of dumbs it down a little. Not dumb it down, but it kind of. Like, the second match always falls waste by the wayside, even if it's the best match. So we'll see where that goes. Again, Asuka's winning one of them. Don't know which one won. Um, Seth Rollins versus Dominique Mysterio. Street fight. This has been built since <laughs> Ray lost his fake eye. Oh, I still can't get over saying that. That was stup- one of the stupidest things they've done the entire time that we've been in this pandemic with no fans. That was the one thing I was just like. That is the most childish cartoonist stuff. That it looks so fake. That I can't even believe this or defend this. So. But storyline wise. For Dominic. This is crazy. This is going to be a street fight. This is not going to be technical. This is going to be a brawl. Dominic got his. I mean he got whooped with that Singapore cane. By Murphy. And Rollins two weeks ago. This has story behind it. Potential. Let's see what kind of wrestler Dominique Mysterio is. Again, something interesting to watch. There's going to be, we should call this SummerSlam development. Who are, like, what kind of developments are going to come out of this? Like, what, like, how far are they going to let Dominique go? How much offense is he going to get in? Is he going to get destroyed? He's got some dues to pay. He literally has skipped NXT and hit right straight to the main roster. Either this kid is really good and we don't know it yet until Sunday night. Or they're, I mean, this had to be agreement in a contract with Mysterio. Because I don't understand why you would push a kid who has really not had any matches. You had this farm system that you're so high about. He would have became a big name. You could have built him up and then done this angle. But nope. We go right into it because they went right into the Ray and Seth thing so quick. So they had no choice but to pull the trigger on Dominique because he had no way to end the angle because the build was to get Dominique ready for Seth. So, again, rushing of the angle a little bit, but they rushed it for SummerSlam. So, understandable. Now, this is... This to me needs to end tonight on Sunday night. Universal title match. Braun versus the Fiend. It's happened. It's happened. It's happened. It's been a you know a cinematic, movie theatrical type match. We've had a regular match like twice between them. They've worked numerous house shows. Braun is now flipped by throwing the fiend off of the i guess it was the loading area for the trucks off of the big tall spot of course it was choreographed with a bad camera angle when he could have just landed on stuff and it still would have looked chaotic and crazy of course the fiend they put him they, they put him on the stretcher they, they locked him up in there and they're they're starting to drive and then all of a sudden the ambulance stops and it pulls back opens up and it's just a fiend standing there with a red light coming from the amulets which is around Kane 2013-ish I don't know I don't know where they're going with this fiend thing it's either shit or get off the pot honestly like either make him a dastardly heel dark demented or turn him into a face like I, I'm not—he's one of those 50-50 guys, and I can't stand that crap. It really drives me nuts. Nuts. I hope the Fiend wins here. I honestly, this is one I don't know which way it's going to go. I've sat here and racked my brain with it. Braun's not that big of a world champion. He hasn't gotten over that well. I don't know. The Fiend's over. The Fiend is over. So. Now, let's take a break before we get to the main event. I do want to discuss this. And I, I, the, I don't understand this. Where is the rest of the roster on this show? There's no AJ Styles. <laughs> uh, no Shinsuke. No Cesaro. Defending their tag titles. I could be missing something. I went back and looked. Unless something gets announced today, I see nothing. So, we have no SmackDown world title match. No Cruiserweight title match, which you could have put that on the pre-show. Um, no Aleister Black. No Kevin Owens. Um, let me think of, see if there's anybody else that I could really, you know. No Daniel Bryan. Um, gosh, I mean, that's a lot of people. Those guys right there that I named... Even if I don't name anybody else that I can think of off the top of my head. Ricochet. They've crushed him. Um, There's not. I don't think there's anybody else that I'm missing that should be on this show. show's not a big deal. Yeah, so those guys that I named right there have either had a push within the last six months. Hardcore. Let me give you Alistair Black. Where the hell has he been? Vince doesn't like him, so he took him off TV. Are you kidding? The guy's a beast. He's got one of the best interests in the business right now, and he's over. How do you not like the guy? And he's a legitimate badass. Oh, yeah, by the way, Bobby Lashley isn't on this card either. Why not Lashley against Alistair Black? It would be a fantastic, like, filler match. Like, the guys that aren't on the show should be on the show. They're your big names. You could do Jeff Hardy against AJ Styles. Do a 2 out of 3 falls match. Do anything. Like, sell the leg injury from Jeff. You know, AJ Styles' argument was that he hit him with the leg brace last night. Doing a, doing a kick. So it knocked him loopy. So that's why he lost the Intercontinental title. You don't even have an Intercontinental title match for SummerSlam. Are you kidding me? Like, what is it? why did they keep, like, detitling? I don't even know how to put it. Like... The Intercontinental title. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Bullshit. If it wasn't for the Intercontinental title, there wouldn't be shit. far as some of the matches, there wouldn't be guys that got built to be the world champion. And Ultimate Warrior would have never been the world champion had he not won the Intercontinental title. Period. Because that's what got him over. When he beat Honky Tonk Man... Everybody was waiting for honky-tonk man to lose that title. He had been the champion for a year. Warrior comes in, knocks him out 30 seconds. Boom, Warrior becomes the second biggest star in WWE in the late 80s. Other than Savage and Hogan. And maybe Jake. I mean, there you have it. Let's get into the world title. I'm already at 53 minutes. Didn't mean to ramble on for so long, but... Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton Randy Orton has been that Dashley Hill I've been asking for for a long time I mean the punt to Flair was perfect, it was the best way to do it, the, the, the cinematics of it was great the, the angle was great uh, basically it was Flair trying to hold on to his younger years Orton was tired of carrying him around all this other stuff, blah 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 it all makes sense Drew came in to make this Avon Flair, which makes sense because he's the babyface and he respects the old school way of wrestling. So that made sense. I'm invested in this. This is the one match that doesn't have to have potential. This is the one match who's already got it locked in. This is the one match who has expectations to be high. Let's see where they go. However, this may disappoint some people. I see a title change happening here. I don't know why, I feel it in my blood. I hope not, nothing against Orton, I love Orton, but this is Drew's time, and only having April, May, June, July, August, five month title reign is not what Drew McIntyre needs. Drew McIntyre needs a year year title reign with an ultimate finish match at WrestleMania to end his reign. That is how you make stars, folks, because even if he loses, it doesn't matter because he held on to the belt for one full year. So that's it, folks. That's your previews for the shows this week. Now, real quick before I leave, I'm going to run down again what we got going on this weekend. Today, on the network, there are top tens. There's the bump. There's up, up, down, down. There's That's the championship for the gamers, by the way. And there's a lot of things of SummerSlam coming on tomorrow on the network. But today, watch your network. Then about 6 o'clock turn it on TNT, you'll have AEW Dynamite that was supposed to air on Wednesday but got preempted for the NBA and then as soon as that's over and actually in between that you're going to have the pre-show so make sure you got another form of entertainment that you can use whether it be an iPod or whatever you got, iPad iPhone whatever doesn't matter Um, you're going to need two things for at least 30 minutes Me, unfortunately, I need like three or four things tonight. I got the Orioles playing, which doesn't matter. They suck. They've lost like seven straight games. Um, So I won't be paying any attention to that. But there's a lot going on right now, especially tonight and tomorrow. So if you're a wrestling fan, good weekend to be a wrestling fan. If you're off of work, even better. If you don't work at all, even better. So if you're like me, uh, you know, still not working, which is, it's rough. So we're 55 minutes in, folks. Please, please tell your friends, like, hit, and subscribe. We had major views on Spotify and Anchor this week. I love it. I'm going to get back on YouTube eventually. I have all these videos saved on my wife's computer. So whenever I'm gonna do a massive dump of the video of these shows, if you'd care to watch them, if you don't, I understand, because I'm putting it on Spotify. It's a lot easier to watch on Spotify for everybody. It's a lot easier for me to not have to edit so much. So that way I can get it, it to edit by yourself is very hard sometimes. So, um, yeah, I mean, here we are, folks. Enjoy your wrestling SummerSlam weekend, enjoy NXT TakeOver, and enjoy Dynamite tonight. This has been your host, Billy Bailey. Thank you guys. Hit like and subscribe. The turnbuckle takeover. Here to stay and never going away. Love you guys. See you next week.